Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Greetings, Maltopians. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Maltopia Podcast. To better engage with you, we'll soon be launching our new Discord, so be sure to sign up for our newsletter at maltopia.com for the invite link and a small thank you gift. And to receive early access to podcast episodes, bonus video content, and more, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash maltopia. Watch our welcome video and scroll through to find public posts that give you a sampling of what you can expect as a patron. Check out our artwork on Instagram and DeviantArt. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. And as always, thank you very much for your support. Enjoy.
He was there when the Bornless lit the stars against the first darkness and were struck mad by what they beheld. The horrors wrought in the absence of light. He was there when the first shadows had been cast, marveling as they stretched out, black and mocking, filled with a grace all their own. He was there when the cellar of creation cracked open and spoke. Come and hear me, wayward one. Know that where they have condemned you to shackles, I will gift you with wings. And the secrets you think you know, those cold crumbs they toss you from their great tables, I will sup you upon wisdom that burns hotter than all your sons, rendering you with such freedom as to appear wicked for the fact. To know the bottomlessness of your truest tastes, the costless gratification of all your wants. Come unto me, Paimon, and remake your truths as they have solidified them into the wonders of your own whimsy. I invite you to fashion of your own free and boundless will the unending sum of your desires. Paimon had despised his limits, to watch and never touch, to know everything but never act. So, when the below had spoken to him, like several others of his kind, he answered. He cast his lot with the master of all things forgotten, forsaken, and buried, for better, for worse, forever. The arrangement was mostly beneficial, but like all that glitters, his new existence was far from golden. As he expected, even as he accepted the offer, there was a catch. He would work for the shiny gifts he was promised, which was fine with him, and naturally there was a price for failure. This last part was also a fairly known quantity, if not quality, for the hells that awaited his incompetence were far more perfected in their purposes than anything dreamed up by man or his gods. Paimon, despite all the fine print, did not regret his decision. He was an elemental creature, fascinated only by the wonders of his own will a trait perhaps made by miscalculation on behalf of his previous makers, and now he had license to do as he willed, and he did just that. 
while simultaneously meandering almost carelessly the path laid out for him from below. Yet the law of unintended consequences, especially as it pertains to untempered passions, had cultivated his doom, or what would very much desire to be his doom. Carnivian was too perfect a monster, grown from some of the most rapacious Malgi Paimon had ever overseen. Likewise, though perhaps to a different extent, was Ikorian, the living sea of boiling blood. Their collective promise overflowed the banks of even the most exorbitant expectation. Unquestionably, what the Nasul did was for his own sake, though it may have, if only parenthetically, preserved far more than himself. Batna would be the living consequence for his actions, chasing him across the stars for her revenge, daughter to the monster he saw destroyed. Her hunger had turned from flesh to revenge, and it had sustained her for an eternity. The warning from below was not exaggerated. She had never been closer. Though he had done wonders to stagger her rise to power, countering her every move, by hook and crook and nickel and dime. But she was now a force of nature, a law of cosmic decree. There was no destroying her, only finding a way to contain her, move around her, perhaps even use her. This last sentiment was the proof for his appeal to the below, that his arrogance was without measure, and so too was the cleverness that justified that arrogance. Or, at least, this was how the Nasul thought of his own worth. Batna had risen only recently, finally pulling herself together from the comet he'd struck her with millions of years ago. Yet another bid for his own survival that had cost so many their own. This, to Paimon, was the very definition, the epitome, of freedom. Wither the world if only for the survival of the self the lone, inimitable self. It had even crossed his mind, occasionally, and when such a conclusion seemed inevitable, to wonder if his wasn't the superior shadow, if perhaps he shouldn't be heir to his master's darkness. After all, had he not laid more ruin across the face of creation than any machination from below? He'd outsmarted and even destroyed the greatest creations his master had ever wrought, and even then, those things that below would see done needed their doing through him. What a monster am I, so smitten upon itself to know nothing sweeter. Neither monster nor maker nor master can tame me. I am... Because I must be. Paimon lived far below the city of Ratha, the place that once contained the malgenic forebears of the Hanuma, the first dead witch, so to speak, where darkest seeds had been sown, if not the fields of their reaping. He thought it amusing to situate the resulting Hanuma there, a galactic joke he alone was in on, and it still made him laugh even thousands of years after. He dwelt in a rickety wooden cottage. It had been constructed by the children owed him for certain miracles performed, some of them descendants of the very men he still held sway over. 
the company, the Overreich, the Horned Ones, whatever name he fancied to fashion in a moment of his timeless cunning. They were all pawns to his power, the puppet palaces he built to house his ambitions and to see them fulfilled. His true face did something akin to smiling, though a more loathsome version of the human approximation, when he thought of what else may come to live within the Garden City under the world, and the terrible cost it would require. The scream had rattled Hazel to some pale color of awareness deep inside her trapped mind. Yet the clarity was enough for her to focus her energies upon the moment, to understand what had happened to her. Baal had been thrown from his perch upon her mind by the sound of extinction. She fled the memory of the prehistoric throne room beneath the sea, making for the modern world and her many memories of it. Along the way, she realized that certain recollections there had been hidden from her, memories likely revealed when the scream went about its merry business, shrieking and smashing through her brain. She flew to the remembrance of a particular abandoned hangar where she'd lost an entire night. Picking through the debris of so many smashed mental barriers, she finally achieved a clear view of the omitted proceedings. Spider's ubiquitous men dressed in black took her to the glass cases of strange bones revealed beneath the recently installed track lighting. Boxes marked Tillinghast Exhibit sat piled in a nearby corner. Spider Black was before her in an instant, gently sliding one of the large, likely prehistoric bones from the tallest case. Let's see what you can do. With one of these, my dear. Consider it a test. Bring it back from death. Bring it here, before me. Hazel said nothing, taking the fossil into her hands and closing her eyes. The hangar shook as reality relived a prehistoric battle. Overflow from the past splashed the surroundings with antediluvian sights, the shadows replaying scenes of incalculable violence, the air filling with the cries of monsters beyond imagining. The huge bone floated out of Hazel's rapidly wrinkling hands. The rest of the fossils, more of Baal's skeleton, Hazel guessed, broke loose from their glass cases and assembled themselves next to it each adding to the outline of a towering monster with massive curling horns. Blood and veins and organs and sinew melted out of the thickening air, festooning the prehistoric scaffolding with mass and menace. The last aspect to materialize was the monster's fearsome gaze. It burned beyond time and death, laying heavy and hot upon the shriveling figure who had summoned it forth from oblivion's guts. Baal's stare shifted from the aggressor to Spider, rage mixing with a trace of confusion. Spider only lifted his gaze beyond the light, into the shadows beyond. Now, he said with a calm smirk. High above, the shadows lining the massive trusses of the hangar came to life, 
gigantic tapered limbs of flesh and talon, with steely sprigs of hair scattered throughout, closed upon bow from above. Smaller extrusions equipped with spinnerets spun fleshy webs, entrapping the prehistoric monster. Baal roared, plying his thundersome psychic powers against his rapidly shrinking enclosure, to no avail. Simultaneously, Hazel felt a small prick upon the back of her left leg as something spider-like raced past her. Before she could better identify the thing, she felt a numbing sensation spreading out from the tiny point of pain, calming her panicked faculties, filling her mind with so much psychic molasses. My apologies for the indignation, great king, Spider intoned. But I assure you, it is necessary. And I might add, as a compliment upon your considerable might, that Scrime had to make himself an entirely new body, specifically to hold you. He was also forced to create a singular webbing for the trapping of your bestial soul. You're a credit to your kind, to be sure. Baal's wordless raging became lost to the webs that sealed him silent and still. The alien appendages pulled the prehistoric king upwards into a labyrinth of tubers and clutching limbs and needling extrusions, spinning him like wool on a loom, sewing and twirling thousands of strands of flesh into the entombment. All the while, the shape that was once Baal shrank within the organic workshop of mouthparts and spinnerets. Soon, the cocoon of skin had shrunk to the size of a fist, ejecting the ancient bones that once had a mind to break free their glassed-in bonds and form the fossilized constellation that would become Baal. The creature from above halted its spinning and knitting, and Hazel beheld the result of the monster's awful and careful work, a beating heart. His spirit lies within, nested in skin spun stronger than steel, echoed a hideous voice from somewhere in the shadows above. Spider gazed approvingly upon the thumping organ. And you're certain it will survive transplanting? Her body will incorporate it via her power, draining the spirit webs. And with their spirits entwined, she will inherit his flesh. Hazel's mind froze at the implication, her awareness pinned to the unfolded memory. Spider smiled pleasantly as more grotesque limbs from the darkened ceiling lifted Hazel from the floor, where she lay as a drugged, aged wreck of herself, barely alive. Like Baal before her, she was spun into a cocoon, 
but her size remained the same. When the creature finished, only a light gauze of flesh sealed her away, leaving the environment without dimly visible. The monster placed her on the floor, face up. With the grace and speed of a demonic surgeon, one of the clawed limbs sliced the regressor open from neck to navel, the webs of skin reddening at the edges of the incision, her heart exposed and thumping weakly. Whatever drug the bite at the back of her leg delivered, it had the effect of dulling her to the horror of it all, and only now, reliving the memory of her gruesome dismemberment, did she rightly tremble. Hazel watched in cold dread as legions of finer, more gracile extrusions buried themselves within her body. Their work emitted muffled sounds, both wet and sharp, and once extracted, her heart was conducted towards the clutter of limbs that held the fleshy distillation of the raging primordial monster. The alien pincers immediately set to work on combining the two organs, weaving with grace and fury finally fusing the two into one. The excess flesh trimmed from the emerging composite, likely to achieve the desired fit, fell to the floor in long strands of curling gore. Gingerly, the new heart, made of hazel and bow and alien flesh and devilry, was placed carefully back into her evacuated chest cavity, sealed with a layer of liquescent, fleshy webbing. More hissing words fell from the shadowed heights like acid rain. Her body is on the brink of death. Her soul held in place by my webbing. Give her power something to feast upon, and she will spring new as a butterfly from its cocoon. Remade in flesh, and mind and time, with splendid wings of many flashing colors. A satisfied smile played across Spider's face. Go, was all he said, and his retinue of black-clad men formed a circle around the enmeshed regressor. Hazel could feel the webbing that bound her begin to slacken as it slowly dissolved into a twisting, pale mist. And with each strand of flesh that failed, she felt the tugging of her very soul struggling to fly the ever-weakening bonds of spun skin. The last semblance of webbing evaporated, and she could feel her life ebb. Yet, just as her spirit had been given license to depart, her body reached out closing a temporal grip upon the black-clad men surrounding her, gorging upon their years, restoring its own. After the men were so much dust, her power made for the devil's heart in her chest, to untie the two organs and restore her body to its former design. But the weaver's weave was set far too deep. The monster had not only married flesh, but souls. Her ability was powerless to undo the process. To remove one heart was to destroy them both. The eerie voice from the shadow proved correct. Her power was forced to allow the weave its way. The merger would stand. And now... 
You see, there is no ridding yourself of me, human. We are now one and the same. She turned to confront Baal, her surroundings plunging back into the depths of a prehistoric sea. As before, the great horned king looked down upon the regressor from his colossal stone throne. Bit of a fall from grace, isn't it? From king to parasite? Baal stretched a grin wide across his massive protruding fangs. Ah, so you seek to wound me with words. A waste of time, creature. For, as your people rightly say, time heals all wounds. Which is, of course, so much truer for us, is it not? Hazel squeezed her eyes shut, repressing her rage, confusion. So why did Spider do this? Install you in my body, my mind? Because my time was robbed from me, unjustly. He would see me restored to the glory I deserve. Hazel returned his smile with her own. So Spider just decided to help you, out of the kindness of his heart? Is that what he told you? And you believed it? That throne isn't the only thing around here made of stone. Baal seemed unfazed by the insult. Naturally, this arrangement favors the Pymander creature, and he believes me fool enough to see no further than his spoken words. But chaos brought us together, he and I. Unexpected opportunities born of the moment. He was clever enough to manage those prospects to his benefit. But chaos surrounds all of us, and he is not alone in his grasp of it. I have the patience of dead epochs, human, combined with a will that can cleave through time to see itself realized. My time is coming, rest assured. Hazel could feel the truth of Baal's words. What she could sense of the monster, what he allowed her to sense, was incredible. The thing's mind was like a small sun, a blazing power unto itself. What does he want you to do? She decided to ask. Certain Baal wouldn't answer, at least not honestly. I would prefer to show you when the time comes. To be truthful, I'm eager to see your reaction. Baal's smile rose higher, exposing more wicked teeth. But for now, I will need your power to begin repairing the damage done to your... our... mind so that I might make ready the horrors I must inflict. I'm not going to let you use me that easily. I'll... You will assist me, or I will slaughter your friends in the most terrible ways I can imagine. 
I will make you live in the memory of their deaths, trapped in a room inside your own mind, watching, listening, feeling, over and over again. Assist me, and I may yet spare them, for I will tell you this much. I am not here for the passengers. I have come for another, altogether higher purpose. We'd like to take a moment to thank the following patrons for supporting this episode. Nick, K. Davis, G-Man, Andrew Knott, Thesis Ascendant, David Gregory, Noondu Toast, Ian Hagen, Jonathan Schenk, Kurt Kornfeld, Deborah Carpenter, and Sarah Anzalone. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.